Welcome to Present Truth Broadcast with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. Brought to you by Present Truth Ministry, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng. Nice to see you. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you excited this morning? Sure. Amen. A sad Christian will never do good. Are you excited this morning? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning because I'm anointed to teach your word and your people anointed to receive. I pray, Father God, that our faith is built up mutually this morning and we grow in our knowledge of Christ in Jesus' mighty name. Before I, I traveled, I started having this conversation around peacemaking. We talked about blessed are the peacemakers. And in my thoughts, I began to also figure out that one of the reasons why many people do not have internal peace is because of the agitations for things. The agitations for things. The desire to acquire more. Now, before I start this morning, I'm not against increase. That's very important. I believe that God wants to prosper his children. I believe that God wants his children to experience increase. I believe that God wants his children to be fruitful. I believe that God supernaturally blesses his children. But what I also believe is that on your pathway to the blessing, you enjoy the journey. So this morning, I'd like to have a conversation this morning, Wednesday Bible study, and next Sunday on the subject of godliness and contentment. Godliness and contentment. I'm just going to read two passages of scriptures. Some of these conversations I'm having, I'm not stretching, um, I'm not stretching the, the verses or the scriptural readings. These are just heart-to-heart conversation that I'm having this period about very important but basic things in the scriptures. I realize that many people fail in life for not paying attention to those basic details. And it's very important that from time to time we remind ourselves of these details. We call ourselves to order. We remind ourselves, you know, that we do not drift away, according to what Paul said to the saints in Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5. And we'll see that we read two passages of scripture and then we begin to talk around this. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5. So like I said, I believe in increase. And I believe that God wants to increase us. But at the same time, we pay attention to the pitfalls in scriptures. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Let your conduct be without covetousness. The the King James Bible says conversation. If you have the new King James, you can use that. The word conversation in the Greek speaks of conduct, not just the way you talk. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Your behavior, your conduct, your way of life, your perspective, the way you see things. Let it be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. 
Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I'll never leave you, not forsake you. In this one verse of scriptures, we have three important things. The first one is that our conduct should be without covetousness. Our attitude to life, our behavior to life should be without covetousness. Not only are wealthy, it's not only wealthy people who are covetous. You know, sometimes when you say, uh, the love of money is the root of all evil, and all your eyes point to the wealthy people. Sometimes, it's even the people who don't have that love money more than people who have. This thing has nothing to do with what you have or what you don't have. It's a conduct, it's a behavior, it's an approach, it's an attitude. It says, let your attitude be without covetousness. The second thing says, be content with such things as you have. Let your attitude be without covetousness. Number one. Number two. Be content with such things as you have. Number three. For he himself, the Lord, has promised that I'll never leave you nor forsake you. The reason we can be content is because he has promised us that he would never leave us. And with him, we have all things. Until God becomes your satisfaction, you'll never be cured of covetousness. Until your satisfaction comes from the fact that you have the promise of God, that he is with you, you will satisfy that longing with things. Let your conduct be without covetousness. I have a couple of stories here I'd like to read, and this is very interesting. An airline pilot was flying over the Tennessee mountains and pointed out a lake to his co-pilot. He said, see that little lake there? He said, when I was a kid, I used to sit in a rowboat down there, fishing. But now, every time a plane would fly overhead, I'll look up and say, I wish I was flying it. Now look, I look down, and I wish I was in the rowboat fishing. Do you understand the story? This guy grew up by the riverside. And every time he's fishing, he sees a plane fly past. He says, oh, I wish I'm the one flying that plane. Right? Now he's a pilot, and he's flying past that pond. He looks down and says, oh, I wish I wasn't flying. I wish I was the one down there. Isn't that what happens to us in life? Before we get married, oh, we just want to have sex all the time. You can't wait. And after you get married, you have to write an application for you to have sex. Is that not what happens to us all the time? When we're single, oh, we want to get married. Oh, my wedding day. Oh, it's one day. We're going to close down the town. We're going to burn the whole world. Let everybody know today is my day. Seven steps cake. Wedding gown that gets to the end of the road. Kill the cows. Let the goats know that somebody's getting married. The chickens, no excuse. Something is going to happen here. One year after, I don't know how I married these goats. I don't know how this camel came into my life. I want to go back to my father's house. In fact, you are a mistake. No satisfaction. 
I remember the early days of ministry. I used to pray, oh God, oh God, now we need to go to the nations. We need to fly. And I go and preach today. I'm like, oh God, I need to get back home. I sit at the airport. I'm like, you know, the early days when you're traveling, you get to the airport, checked in, Moritola Mohammed International Airport. Checked in, Jumbo Kenyatta Airport, Kenya. Checked in, Otambo, South Africa. Now you're there, there's free Wi-Fi, you don't feel like checking in anything. It's like, I just want to finish and go home. What you're running for right now, that you're breaking all the rules you ever know in life. You're lying, you're cheating, you're pressing people, you're doing everything you never thought you would do to get. By the time you get it, will it give you the satisfaction that you need? Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things that you have. For he himself has said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Our assurance for the future is what God has spoken to us in his word. Nothing else. Like I said, I'm not against the increase. I believe that the Lord wants to increase us. I believe that the Lord wants to bless us. But on the journey, it must not be out of covetousness. Our path to increase must be with contentment. Sometimes contentment is a matter of perspective. I read this from a Jewish, um, a Jewish textbook. The man... The, the, the man came to meet the rabbi, wise rabbi, and says, Oh, rabbi, I'm so tired of my house when nine of us are staying in the same house. Everywhere is tight. I can't stretch when I want to sleep and all that. I don't know what to do. I'm really tired. Life is just bad and boring. So the Jewish rabbi said, Well, take one of your goats inside to sleep with you for one week and then come back. So, you know, they took the goat in and, I mean, story. They took the goats in and of course you understand how it is if you have ever grown up in the village. How goat smells and everywhere. I mean the nine, the one week was, was killing. So he went back to meet the rabbi and the rabbi said well take the goat out now and then come back after two days. So they cleaned up the place, took the goat out and after two days the guy came and said wow. I mean it's such a breath of fresh air to be able to just stay and I mean the goat is not smelling and everything. You know he has forgotten that he had complained that there were nine of them in a room. So what actually was the complaint about? Perspective. Life is always about perspective. Life is always about the way you see things. Sometimes you look at our political leaders and he said, this guy stole two billion. This guy stole, I mean, two billion is not like stealing, just like he took two billion. When you want to say stealing, like 32 billion. And you are wondering, how can one person, what is he going to do with the money? But it's the same question we should ask ourselves. What's driving us in life? It's easy to look at those guys and say, Hey, those guys. And the rabbi said, Well, take the goats out now. And then come back after two days. So they clean this. Ah, ah, no, they are greedy. They are covetous. They, ah, they want too much. But sometimes if we we'll turn the mirror and look at ourselves, we'll discover that what is driving us is not the value we want to give, it's not the life we want to live. It's just about a force that wants us to have more. And the thing is, 
we are not happy with what we have until we have that more and when we get to that place we're still not happy but you know the difference between the man that god is prospering on his way to that place is joy all through he's happy about today he's happy about tomorrow he's happy about the next day he's happy about the next day he's happy about the next day he's happy about the next the place took the goat out and stay until he gets to the well after two days the guy came and said wow i mean it's such a place he is detached from his things his joy is found in the lord families are torn apart just because we want more churches are broken just because somebody wants more society governance is thrown to the wind because somebody wants more but that is not supposed to be named amongst us we should be a people who understand contentment these are values we must instill into our children to be content the values we should walk with be content with what you have you must get used to the fact that in life we will not all have the same amount of resource breath of fresh air to it's not going to happen be able to just stay and i mean the goat is not we will not all have the, the same amount and everything you know amount of influence we will not all have the same amount of exposure because of certain factors but whatever that he had come the lord has given to you be content with it on your way of them in a room to the top Contentment can be an elusive pursuit. We go after what we think will make us happy only to find out it didn't work. In fact, we were happier before we started the quest. The lack of contentment that marks our nation is reflected in many ways. We see it in our high rate of consumer debt. We're not content to live within our means. So we go into debt to live just a bit better than we can afford. But then we suffer anxiety. So what actually was the complaint about? Perspective. The pressure of paying all our bills. Life is always about perspective. Life. Debt-ridden life. You're wearing shoes you have not paid for. You're wearing shirts you have not paid for. It's always. You're wearing trousers you have not paid for. Buy glasses you have not paid for. And you say they are pursuing you in your dream. We'll see things. Why will they not pursue you? Why? How will you? They are not com- so comfortable. You can't be comfortable. Everything you're wearing is old. Times you look at, can't be comfortable. Political leaders break out from debts, and he said. You can leave this guy stored within the provisions or the means that you have. I remember when we started school, when we started ministry, my son Caris, we just had him there. And I mean, there were many schools around, but we knew what we could afford and what we could not afford. It's not like I want my child to go to that school. It's not what you want, it's what you can pay for. And two billion is not like stealing. 
like he took two billion. When you want to say steal it, like thirty-two billion. Oh, I want my son to go to the best school. That is just a desire. It's only I want good. Pray about it. But what can you pray for without harassing him? How can people? Where to put my son in one of those schools? I think it's school for one person. What? I mean, to get into school then was 12,000. You can see how much. Is it going to you know, do prayers, confession, declaration? By the time the money came. With the money. When it rains, my wife will literally have to pull all her um, gun or carry because the place was flooded. I mean, you should, you should know where the school is. That's why it was that cheap. And I will tell you the truth. There was never a day I felt like, oh God, why is my life like this? No. Faith never walks with pity. I knew that the time was coming. If I stay consistent with the assignment and the call of God in my life. It's your, but it's a matter of time. It's the same question. I mean we should ask i don't think there's herself what's any type of school i might really want my driving us children to attend now that in life i mean we can't trust god for them to go it's the spirit of death is it to look at is the spirit of lack of contentment and don't think that people who are indebted are only people who don't have money. It's amazing how people who earn so much are also indebted. It's not content. I'll tell you this. No amount of money is enough. No amount. Even if they are paying you one billion a month, you know what is going to happen? say, hey, happen? Needs in your life are going to... Those guys come that way. So if you don't enjoy... Ah, ah, no, they are greedy, they are covetous. They are, ah, they want too much. But sometimes, where you will talk about right now, there will never be a time where you're in the mirror and say, oh, okay, have you seen anybody just write to the company, look, Allah, thank you so much, this money you are paying us. It is okay. No, I don't want it to decrease anymore. Has you seen that? What is driving us? You're surprised that even managers are fighting for increase. You say, ah, boy, you, ah, if I, and you'll be saying, if I'm like you, I will not fight for increase. The day you go there, you say, ah, you will know, I know our rights. I've read the constitution. That thing again is starting to cry. I know it's not the life we want to live there. <laughs> not in Christ, just about right. this company. Are you enjoying your life? I'll ask you that question. That I'm not saying that. are you enjoying Sunday morning coming to church when you go back home are you enjoying your life are you enjoying your children are you enjoying your husband yes you enjoying the meals you cook we are not are you happy to be alive with what are you eating with frustration and depression wishing it's all chicken. Till we have that. You know, now sometimes they're cooking for my kids and they say, Oh, I don't want this. I don't want this. You know, they don't allow get me to hear. So that, because immediately, place, you say, I don't want this. Still, you will want it. What happened? I, I should not hear. Oh, there's rice. 
Oh no, I prefer boiled spaghetti with butter. You are finished. That different rice. You will eat it until you develop a liking for it. You now say, I love that rice. God is, I love rice. Uh-huh. Then you are free to post. I must not pray. Because the number one thing I teach my two children is whatever is available is what you place and God for. It's, just, it's because of God that we have choices. And even as the Lord has prospered us, we must really touch children with a sense of content, happiness. But tomorrow, we must not raise them as if the world owed them happy or something. But the next day, no. It's content. Don't leave the next part of the things you cannot afford. Happy about the Don't leave that way next day and don't be ashamed of what the day you can affect what hey, until we get to the world this is where i am right now but he has said he would never leave me nor forsake me he has said so contentment place he is detached from his his joy at discontent raises his head in our high divorce rates is found in the Lord find happiness in our marriages so we trade our mates in for a different model only to find the same problems reoccur family advertise on it doesn't help matters you buy a phone now old so so phone J1 Immediately you buy it The next advert you see on the TV is just in J1 Plus Because we want So this one uses more fingerprints And you become dissatisfied totally We watch churches Not for broken Getting that three months ago That was your most prized possession But it wants more What I'm sharing might be very simple It might society look like it's not pretty Something serious, governor. You need to sit yourself down and tell yourself that you will be into the content with life. Win as you're believing for increase, you will enjoy the journey. One of the somebody things we read as we progress, one of the more things that chop the word of God from producing in our lives. The scripture calls it the cares of this world, anxiety, that is the pursuit of riches. The cares of this world, not supposed to be in the Learn the art of contentment. Living life without that should be a people. Oh, inner. Um, I mean, it's like it's like I must have this. I must go for 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 this. And on the way, trying to achieve that. You have these are people. You separated from your family, separated from children, separated from your loved ones, separated from church. Your own spiritual growth is not taken into account. You just want to have more to become content. Learn to 
live below what you earn. It. Develop it. Don't say, oh, once you have 100,000, learn it right now. Learn it right you should now. Some of the most happy people you'll ever meet might be people who don't have so much. Content with what it doesn't really mean. It doesn't really mean so much is equal to happiness. I mean, can't contribute, but doesn't really mean so You must get Like I stood up said, not a fast increase. I believe that God wants to increase us. I believe in it. It will not increase. But what I'm still saying is our conduct. Our same amount of conduct, our way of life, on our way to increase, must be with us with consciousness. It's not going to happen how even in the body of Christ we have celebrated. It looks like we are celebrating where not to the extreme. Where we say, oh, if you have to be a deacon, we don't have to look at the scriptural qualification anymore. If you're working and cleaning nice, you not all place, you have some good money, and uh, uh, you have a good car, then hey, hey come on, let's anoint you. Let's anoint you to pastor. Alright? 80% of our testimonies have to decide with how much we got. They have to fact, this program, bush, I have to this contract. 7 million came in. Praise the Lord. The God of wonders. He turns things around. The next one here. Hey, praise the Lord. I just came back. I completed screen from flats in my village. The next one. Oh, praise the Lord. After I just bought three cars without thinking. The next one. Oh, praise the Lord. I come to the breakthrough and I walk there without paying me in dollars. And you sit down on your way and you look at our roll of testimonies. And you might have to find somebody well, praise the Lord. I went out to the streets to the, I got three people born again. Talk. You know, if we share this kind of testimony when you say, Oh, well, I went out to the streets, I got four or five people born again. Okay, next one. It to us it's not it's not serious. We are talking of breakthrough. I'm not talking about evangelism yet. We we mean real testimony. The one that the God of this commission is working down, we don't know what happens to that one. That's so Of the reason context, I mean, this is personal to me. That's why we can be since I don't take testimonies. I mean, the testimonies that would impress me are very few. That you got we got contracts worth millions. What with how blessed for your life, but make us happy. Find people who don't start with God have higher contracts, it didn't work. Maybe what I want to hear, hey, this if was, was, was an alcoholic, and I started ministering to him, and pum, before we started, that is converted, is where we bush. I'm interested. I mean, we have testimonies in this place. Don't, don't be, don't be deceived that we don't. We have some very incredible testimonies. Remember the last two Sundays, right? Traveled. Remember when I finished preaching? The last, when I told Sister Mary to come, ten pray, to come down and lead worship. Then we call the WhatsApp man out. I pray here. How I many of you remember that? This is five. The, the man, doctor just told her her it was breached. That's what the doctor told her. So I, we see coming to church. It met me. And now the doctor said baby is breached. I really don't know what the doctor going to do. She's she's um. 
due to give birth. They're not content to live with her. The doctor says it's no problem. Me, we'll handle it. And that's how I prepared for other stuff. Next week after that, we go to give birth. The infant we went to the dead right position. She gave birth just without any medical assistance. And we can afford We had a lady in, in South Africa, arthritis who came for her. But then on the last Monday meeting, prayed we saw her. And she didn't get visible in that meeting for when I was on my way, they sent me an email. Sure, started walk off picking free. You know, my arthritis completely healed. So we see these things. There's more. There's more in God. We've had people in this place get jobs like miraculous contracts pulled off, fair cases took out of court. I mean, like incredible stuff. So well, don't think that oh it's because uh, there's no power. Don't don't you be deceiving yourself. You have not there's about paid chance of power. But it's just that our hearts you're for strange more than that. We are not longing for something being struck for longer. We're long you're for what material things cannot buy. We're longing for something that if somebody wait for it than you shows up. It will not surpass your testimony. Well, Lord is looking for something that is supernatural, not well, that only God paid for can do. That's her heart cry. And you see, talking about contentment this you. In, I want you to go back and examine because December is coming. And you know, the diet of Jesus, in quotes, they not, you know, it causes this problem for you. Lots of families, right? <laughs> I don't know how they came to say Jesus was born on the 25th, but let's leave that. I should say, let's just leave that. Why? But you know that Christmas day, if there are no new clothes, there are no new shoes, there are no, there are no new hairstyles. You can't because you know, supportive families are very going to enter January. Be your sad. And he said, January is also a tough month. It's not a tough month. It's just a normal month that you made tough by being discontent in December and blowing up all your finances. There's nothing tough about January. It's foolishness that makes it tough. It's nothing special about it. When you have been foolish, you squandered your money, you've done all kinds of things. We will keep this Christmas. This Christmas will not go alive. You know, are you finished all Money. Break. You kill all the chickens. You kill all the you know. I say, I'm dead. January is dead. Man of God, man of God, we need breakthrough. No, you need sense through. You don't need breakthrough. You need your sense to think true. Never put yourself under your pressure. Okay. Never do that. Deliberately, I teach my. Children within this deliberately, I mean, this is personal privilege. This vision or the God this is personal. I teach my children deliberately, I teach them that. And I say, hey, what's your birthday? That's it, December 3rd. I said, we were celebrating the 20th. I was celebrating only me, you, your mother. This is cake, this is mineral, this is malt. Drink, cut the cake, eat, go and sleep. I just to remember, make you know that when we start, listen, it's just the day you were born. Can decide. I can give you a new birthday. There's not. I can go now. Go to the to the um silence people and tell them give me a new birth certificate. I can change. 
Stop machine. There is nothing I can say. Don't you from today. There is now August 10th. I just had him. There's nothing you. It's not there. When I told you I gave back to you that you man, I was just were you there? I can't change it. We met high school. We miss jobs could afford to remove this and what unnecessary could not treasure we perform put on us itself. Not like that if I want if you don't make yourself one more to go you will be able to do that in more comfortable. But no, it it's not be today. What one what is what's the underlying fact you can talk? What will people say? What will people say? And how many times do we make decisions in our life? Not because oh, it's comfortable. I want to put my for us, but want to because of all to the others who don't basically care about us. That is just desire. Is be content with certain things as what you have. What can you, how many of you have clothes before? Raise your hand. How many of you without have clothes? And are using people I stumble over them one day and say, Wow, this clothes have been here for one year. What's put I've not worn it? Don't raise your I saw it. one of those clothes. We all have that thing is experience. Right? That's so why I said we should read that book. That we're going to talk about it was rest up. You can see how much or less. Just read it. It is face help you about perspective in life. Confession declare. Contention, payments. But by the time the money, content with choking, a choice of a marriage partner, you made the choice in the first place. When it rains, you made the choice. Wife will literally be content with poor the children that God has given to you. Maybe there's um the children in ten and two plus or two times three plus four six times eight because the place was minus one hundred. They'll just give you the floor answer. And yours, you do two plus two times three. I mean, you should no more gone. Where school, please. That's why it was that cheap. You have to carry, carry about course, carry calculator, carry everything. Be content. And I'm. Truth. If you're not was careful, never every day seen else that somebody has fed is always better like older than you. Oh God! If you're not careful, like everything else, like children, not smarter. Oh, yeah, I me. Mean, I say it in your head. Oh, but somehow oh, the person's grass on the other side always looks greener. Oh, oh I wish I married a pastor by now. My life will not be the same. You may fail. I'd be shocked. You may be shocked with pizza. <laughs> oh, I wish I was working you. Uh, you might be surprised. That the time contentment. I mean, contentment by state is not some system that the assignment is that any one is born with. And the call of God, it has to be learned. In my life. I read, I read something here in a book called The Red Jewel. It just be Jewel of Christian Contentment. Matter of time. If philosopher, Christian philosopher, by name of Immanuel Kant said, said this. Give a man everything he wants. And at that moment, everything will not be everything. 
I mean, give a man everything he wants, and at that moment, I don't think everything will not be everything. There is, what does that mean? Hey, what you want right now? This is it, and we give it to you anytime. You know what the next person is going to be? Cool, I want more. And I really want my You know, we're to attend now. There are some, of course, I mean, we can't trust God for We're all Nigerians here. You know, there are some people in public office that, by virtue of the public office, they should not steal. By their entitlement, by their rights and privileges they have, their food is paid for, their house is paid for, transportation is paid for, they have allowances till they die. So you ask them, why are they stealing? Amazing. It's nothing but covetousness. The spirit of nothing. Is the spirit of nothing. Lack of content. Contentment is cultivated by pulling the weeds of greed and by building your life of God and His promises. Real contentment involves having that the eternal perspective. And if people trees you from the circumstances as the only place for happiness. People who don't have money. You cannot be. It's someone that is in contentment if you do not look at how life people from an eternal perspective. Who from the perspective of eternity. From the perspective of what really matters. Let's look at Philippians chapter 4 verse 11. This is very interesting. About Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. Are you learning something this morning? Talk, are you learning something this morning? Alright. Thank you, Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. This was when they brought some gifts to Paul. He says, No, no, nothing that I speak in regard to me. For you, I have learned in what you know, never what what is circumstance to be what it's content in your life. Not that I, if you don't regard to me, for I have learned that you in whatever state I am, I am too bound in content. Paul had they will never learn it. So you learn contentment. I said, oh, by okay, nature, have you the fallen Adam? What he just write is not content. It has to come. Thanks. So look at what he says. But this morning, verse twelve in Hebrews four twelve, Philippians four is twelve. I'm sorry. I know how to be okay. Base no, and I know I don't want to have income. He said, everywhere, as in, the, in all things, I have learned but to be full and to be hungry but to abound and to suffer need verse 13 i rise and do all things to even christ whose man is trying to just as me fight this scripture with for always what i can do all have things true for you christ who strengthens me if I, is a scripture about an intent and it, it means i'm like it's true christ i can you content that's what it will know. It's not like fight for two Christ. I can do everything. I can increase. Just carry this building. Then you go there to Christ. I strengthens me. You know that I know. 
right. what it simply means is listen because i have christ in me ready i can cause it to live in all kinds of circumstances you have learned i know it's like oh sometimes we are going on mission was right i'm thinking why is like they on missions company maybe we're preaching for a church and the church has the resources and they put us in a very nice hotel right even join you and uh, this is my human where my sister, my brother while he stayed well, asked you to care at the last time that question there was no hotel in the whole of the village so they kept us in the catholic monastery when i was cold there was no hot bath i mean it's like well when you're entering the bedroom you on the shower then you stay like this i stay like this i stay like this i enter and come out <laughs> i mean the weather in the air was cold are you old you can join and i say how many more god what kind of people is this no coming you have to learn it's by crime you waste you so back you come out and preach home you know are you a word message you know in kind of say that join you when you come out you want to preach prosperity like believe god are you to live this you know what like in you but maybe on your shoes where you just stayed in a nikon hilton are you bad thing your name was written on the toilet in your everything and now you come to preach to these people but christ in you provides that stability and not happier are you in the nairobi hilton that you are in, in this kind of place that's what the more paul is saying paul was writing this from you the prison he was a roman jail are you writing that in every life that I am, I've learned to be content. This was an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ, whom the Lord appeared to. And I called into the ministry of preaching the gospel of Christ. Frustration in the room, man jail, right to his partners and says, I've received what you brought. And it's not because I'm pressure was in need. I've learned to wish be content. It was most of us know how to abound. We don't know how to obey. That's what he's saying. Through Christ. That sometimes you, you have a husband who was working and a lot of money and things are not going well with business. Crisis comes into the marriage. Not because the man has changed, but you don't know how to obey. You're not content. And now, sometimes I give yourself for my kids a life and a style that will always require money to make. don't want the thing. Don't don't give yourself that way. I don't want this. That if there is no money, you can't eat. So they don't allow you to hear. Because if how I don't like eating, there must be prawns. Immediately there must be shrimps. Okay, you will soon stay in the river. Say I don't want this. You will want it. I I should not hear. Oh, there's. Learn how to obey. You can do all things through Christ. Paul had to learn it. That's what I'm like, teaching you this morning. Oh, you have to teach yourself to abase. You have to. Forget. You know, in this kind of society, if you are water, a car, and people see you walking, you know they will not ask after you if you are okay. It's the car they will ask after. I say, what happened to your car? Do you understand? They will ask if you are okay. He said they don't care about what happened to your car. Or maybe you get a bigger job and you are driving a very small car. 
You know what they'll say that say, oh God, nah, no, nah, no, oh God, no, leave this one for small boys like us. Go and get something better. You have finished. Because for us, once the increase comes, show it. You eat it until you develop a like him for it. And I plead with you, you long people in this church. Learn this from an early age. Love rich. Learn this art of contentment. You know, when someone is not content, even when you help them, it's not enough. Are you following what I'm saying? Someone comes to you, uh, uh, man of God, man of God. This is it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We'll, we'll see what we can do. You are free. Do you know why? The person is not content. I'm one of the signs of contentment is gratitude. Not gratitude. No one thing I, no matter how small my children, the thing is, is what excited about it. Your holy body is what excited you think about it. God. Because of there are people God who meet on their jobs, you know this one is excited about the job. There are those you meet, you know this one. Hey, it's just about the money. How quick can we just grab the money? That we have choice. Contentment. You have to learn it. Paul had to learn. From the Roman jail, how to live and in contentment. The Lord has prospered us. Remember Joseph? Scripture said we must remember Joseph that he then went to ask the sir, but hence, why of are you sad, man? Meaning that he was not sad. We must not raise them as if the world owed them something. And yet, this was a young guy with dreams locked up in the prison oh we have the joy of god in him and through that administration of joy he became the prime minister of egypt be a husband don't live in an apartment you cannot we're supposed to move last day after to somewhere else so i mean myself i would just like if we move with it Different. Probably new painting. Pleasure state. Don't live that way. You know what? We move to that place after two years. Don't be you know what again? Ah, we need of where you can't move. We need to move. Sometimes the things that your inner desire is pushing you to do, just to be in control, tell yourself no. I need to buy this new. No, you're not buying it. You're using the this is what I am right now. Don't hold your husband he has for new things. He like, no, I need that new stuff. I need that new stuff. And then because you don't buy it, you, you squeeze me face all the day. Just he moving from bedroom to parlor set from bedroom. No, so just moving up now. Moving up and down to and fro she wants to just create crisis and create discomfort 
Don't don't live that way. It's too childish for you to live that way. Don't let things set the mood home. Be bigger than that. I I I always sit in this church and I'm discontent again. There's a head in our house that touch your tear first rate. We can't find out material things. Detach. Let them be things. Let them remain things. Whether in abundance or in low trade, I covet for it. Different who you are. Your true identity is in Christ Jesus. So little find the same problem. So this now because you have some money. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. You have to learn it. You have to learn it. Doesn't Are you following us? What I'm saying. I want us to go back. And do a re-evaluation of contentment in our lives. Now, just re-evaluation. Because the year is coming to an end now. And it means that high blood pressures are going to go. Also, some people are going to learn. Look at go. Hey, I didn't finish this jail for this year. Oh, this year is over. Five one. That last minute miracle. Last minute miracle. We still have another year. Are you dead now? The next advert, I know, I don't know if you on the TV screen, but it's difficult to get me worked up about things. It's really difficult. I remember when we were building, at a point it was looking like we we're not going to meet up our dates of coming in here. I just told, I said, listen, when that day comes, no matter how the building is, we'll go there. No matter whether there's roof or there's no roof. I, won't, I mean, in that, I just put myself at rest. J1 plus. Say so this one uses fingerprints. And you become dissatisfied totally with what you have. I remember when, not some time, I'm forgetting that three months ago, I wasn't feeling too well and, uh, that, our brother Shay, was your most pain. Came with a blood possession machine. I said, no, 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 no. I mean, if there are other things I can say, for this one, if you put it, the machine, what I'm sharing might be very simple, it might be as still as water, look like to even move it, to just be, it's not there. So, there's nothing I'm thinking of. I'm not serious, but there's nothing. It's not uh, cause my blood pressure to right, but it's not worth it. You need some of you can't sleep. You sit yourself down at night and tell so that you're going to draw your money of that in the night, or you're going to borrow. Become content with life as you're believing for it. Wake up exhausted. Sad. You will just tired. Why we know the Jota? You didn't sleep. Your spirit was everywhere. You have traveled to Portacourt. You have gone to shop. You have gone to buy things. You have shaded. You have even built a shop on it more. One of the things we really that's only one night. No is that peace. No return happy. You will wake up your turning from out of comfort from producing in our lives. It's this your cause it the cares. No, I, was, I was coming to this with them. My wife was telling me that I dreamed that he had this dream. I said, It's like I was so tired, I didn't even dream. See, my spirit was just so tired. Mighty, no, it was no dream at all. And the pursuit of it, I just left and woke up. She was the cares of this one. of you every night, you are running, you are running. It's the people you are old. It's not that the demons, they who are thinking of collecting their money, you. 
your spirit learn the art of contentment you are you won't to pay just pay before the year and you will see how you will sleep it's not the prayer you don't need deliverance you only need to go and pay people that money you have borrowed money two years you are running dodging people block people's number you are not a believer but say the wicked <laughs> borrow it and appeared not. Don't be a wicked man. What's like one of the things that we should do? It's like, one of the things we should do must have, if you are in devastated in this place as you're listening to me. Go for this money. I'm, go back. Go for Write this and everything you owe. I must go for this and make up your mind to go pay before December. Don't buy any new thing. Don't buy chicken. Don't buy Christmas clothes. Don't buy anything. God won't forget give you don't buy anything and return people's money and try their peace what? tell your children that is christmas you are not eating rice and nothing will happen, you happen. they only cry but in fact i mean i don't have anything against it if i'm my children had some family know when it's christmas day because Separated from day one, I children, I removed all sense of significance from the day, from flower to light to music. Separated from I I deliberately chose the day of its power. A spiritual group over them. So I take it and just wake up. I just need to I'm hearing a gym count. Go back. I say, okay, it's music they play around the time, but you can play so you want to play. Twinkle twinkle little to start is beautiful. More just move on. It's 25th. We will pass this day. We will, I deliberately do that for their birthdays, for anniversary. For I tell you because I've seen too much pressure, too much on this. Colossians tells us, learn almost nothing to leave be brought on the, the bondage of days below what you have set us free. Right. And I say this with all my heart. You have your children's birthday. You don't have the money to do what you want. Learn it. Do postpone it. Say this is your birthday. We have moved it forward. Develop it. I'm telling you that all I must be that. Don't nothing will say. Oh, God, you have a heart. We'll be happy with you. A thousand. The wedding anniversary. I mean, myself and my wife will plan to learn it right now. On our wedding anniversary, the money was not forthcoming. So we wanted to celebrate the tenth. Now we have decided it will be the eleventh. Right now, there's nothing now. There's nothing. We can move it. This is our own Are you dying now? No. Okay. We still have more time. If I look for money, but this is one of the ways you can achieve peace. So not being under the most bond habit of anything. People you free from yourself. Teach your children that way. Might be is it good to rejoice? Perfect. People who don't give the resource. This is there. Absolutely. The time is there. It's convenient. Well, come on, go ahead. Throw a party. It's godly. Because it doesn't really mean it doesn't. Jesus went to weddings. I'm not against that. We can have as much fun as we can as the Lord has blessed us. It's part of rejoicing in what the Lord has given to us. But if it's going to put us under pressure, then we don't do it. Why? Because we don't respond to pressure. We must have content. Really mean having so much is equal to happiness. I mean, can't contribute, but doesn't really mean so. I challenge you to 
Like I said, not against increase. I believe that God wants to increase us. This morning, to take these words, we're going to continue this conversation on Wednesday and Tuesday in Philema Church, Wednesday here, and next Sunday. But listen, I know at this time of the year, a lot of pressure about the things you have achieved, things you have not achieved. But please, believe, stay in content. But what I'm saying is that I beg you, don't put pressure on yourself. Don't get sick. You shouldn't. Our conduct are way on you. Because you're thinking to on our watch. Let your attitude be without covetousness. Be without content. With the things you have. For he has promised. He will never leave you. Nor forsake you. He's working hard in our living life. Is our the everlasting hope? Christ, we have. His promises to us is our anchor. Said, Hallelujah! It's like we, that's where our faith is. That's where our sin joys. Felt to the extreme. You know the song because I can face tomorrow. Because if leaves, of that year is gone. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you. You don't have. To look at me Thank you for a nice place. You're listening to present truth for some good money with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. For more information and uh, freedom, uh, you have a good please visit car. W. Then, hey, come on, www.pastormax.ng. You're anointed to pass also like to hear from you. Send us an email info at pastormax.ng. Or call 0805 God bless you. 80% of our to do with how much we got. After this program, Bush, I had this contract. 7 million came in. Praise the Lord. The God of wonders. He turns things around. The next one, hey, praise the Lord. I came back. I completed 7 flats in my village. The next one, oh, praise the Lord, after I just bought three cars without thinking. The next one, oh, praise the Lord, I got a breakthrough, I now work, they now pay me in dollars. And you sit down, and you look at our roll of testimonies. And you might hardly find somebody say, well, praise the Lord, I went out to the streets, I got three people born again. You know, if we share this kind of testimony, when you say, oh, well, I went out to the streets, I got four or five people born again. Say, okay, next one. Next, it to us is not it's not serious. We are talking of breakthrough. I'm not talking. I'm not talking evangelism yet. We we mean real testimony. The one that the God of this commission is working down. We don't know what's happening to that one. That's what we want. And that's one of the reasons. I mean, this is personal to me. That's one of the reasons I don't take testimonies. I mean, the testimonies that would impress me are very few. That you got. Contract what millions? I'll bless God for your life, but even people who don't serve God have higher contracts. Maybe what I want to hear: Hey, this is my neighbor was, was, was an alcoholic, and I started ministering to him, and boom, the guy's converted. He's well with his family. Boosh, and I'm interested. I mean, we have testimonies in this place. Don't don't be don't be deceived that we don't. We have some very incredible testimonies. Remember the last two Sundays before I traveled? Remember when I finished preaching? When I told Sister Mary to come pray? 
to come lead worship. Then we called the woman out. I prayed for her here. How many of you remember that? Chuk's wife. The doctor just told her her baby was breached. That's what the doctor told her. So I was coming to church. He met me. He said, oh, doctor said baby is breached. You don't know what you're going to do. She's, she's um, due to give birth. Uh, the doctor says, very serious. I said, no problem. We'll handle it. And that's how I prayed for her that Sunday. Next week after that, she gave birth. The baby went to the right position. She gave birth without any medical assistance. We had a lady in, in South Africa who had arthritis who came for a meeting. The last Monday meeting, prayed for her. She didn't get very well in that meeting. When I was on my way, they sent me an email. She started walking free from arthritis, completely healed. So we see these things. But there's more. There's more in God. We've had people in this place get jobs like miraculously. Contracts pulled off. Cases took out of court. I mean, incredible stuff. So don't think that, oh, it's because uh, there's no power. Don't, don't you be deceiving yourself. There's abundance of power. But it's just that our heart is yearning for something more than that. We are longing for something stronger. We're longing for what material things cannot buy. We're longing for something that if somebody wealthier than you shows up, it will not surpass your testimony. We're longing for something that is supernatural, that only God can do. That's our heart cry. Talking about contentment this morning. I want you to go back and examine because December is coming, and you know the birth of Jesus in quotes, you know, it causes problem for a lot of families, right? <laughs> I don't know how they came to say Jesus was born on the twenty fifth, but let's leave that. I just let's just leave that story. But you know that Christmas day, if there are no new clothes, there are no new shoes, there are no new hairstyles. You know, some families are going to enter January sad. And they say, January is a tough month. It's not a tough month. It's just a normal month that you made tough by being discontent in December and blowing all your finances. There's nothing tough about January. It's just foolishness that makes it tough. There's nothing special about it. When you have been foolish, you squandered your money, you've done all kinds of things. We will kill this Christmas. This Christmas will not go alive. You know, I you finish all your money. You kill all the chickens. You kill all the... You know. I say, ah, January is tough, man of God. Man of God, we need breakthrough. No, you need sense through. You don't need breakthrough. You need your sense to think through. Never put yourself under pressure. Never do that. And deliberately, I teach my children this. Deliberately, I mean, this is personal. This is not the word of God. This is personal. I teach my children. Deliberately, I teach them that. And I say, hey, what's your birthday? Say December 3rd. I said, okay, we're celebrating it on the 20th. I was celebrating only me, you, your mother. This is cake. This is mineral. This is malt. Drink. Cut the cake. Eat. Go and sleep. Just to make you know that, listen, it's just the day you were born. You can decide. I can give you a new birthday. There's nothing. I can go now to the... To the um, census people and tell them, give me a new birth certificate. Twenty, I can change it. Something, there's nothing I can say. You from today, you are now August 10. There's nothing you. It's not when I told you I gave birth to you that you. I just said, were you there? I can change it. <laughs> just, just to remove this unnecessary pressure we put on ourselves. That even if you give yourself one more week, you will be able to do that thing more comfortable. But no, it must be today. 
What's the underlying factor? What will people say? What will people think? And how many times do we make decisions in our life? Not because it's comfortable for us, but because of others who don't really care about us. Be content with such things as you have. How many of you have clothes? Don't raise your hand. How many of you have clothes and you just stumble on them one day and say, wow, these clothes have been here for one year. I've not worn it. Don't raise your hand. We all have that experience. Right? That's why I said we should read that book that we're going to talk about on Sunday. More or less. Just read it. It will just help you about perspective in life. Contentment. Be content with your choice of a marriage partner. You made the choice in the first place. You made the choice. Be content with the children that God is giving to you. Maybe there are some children, you tell them 2 plus 2 times 3 plus 4 divided by 6 times 8 minus 100, they'll just give you the answer. And yours, you do 2 plus 2 times 3. Boom! Memory gone. You have to carry a notebook, carry a backhouse, carry a calculator, carry everything. Be content. If you're not careful, everything else that somebody has is always better than you. If you're not careful, everything else. The children are smarter. Yeah, I mean, you might say it in your head, oh, but somehow, the person's grass on the other side always looks greener. Oh, I wish I married pastor. By now, my life will not be the same. You might, might be shocked. <laughs> you might be shocked. <laughs> oh, I wish I was working here. You might be surprised. Contentment. Contentment is not something that, is, that anyone is born with. It has to be learned. I read, I read something here. In a book called The Rare Jew- Jewel of Christian Contentment. A philosopher, a Christian philosopher by the name of Immanuel Kant said, said this. Give a man everything he wants and at that moment everything will not be everything. Give a man everything he wants and at that moment everything will not be everything. What does that mean? Hey, what you want right now? This is it and we give it to you. You know what the next one is going to be? I want more. You know there are some, of course, we're all Nigerians here. You know there are some people in public office that by virtue of their public office, they should not steal. By their entitlements, by the rights and privileges they have, their food is paid for, their house is paid for, transportation is paid for, they have allowances till they die. So you ask them, why are they stealing? It's amazing. It's nothing but covetousness. Nothing. Nothing. Contentment is cultivated by pulling the weeds of greed and by building your life on God and His promises. Real contentment involves having the eternal perspective and it frees you from the circumstance, from circumstances as the basis for happiness. You cannot be someone that walks in contentment if you do not look at life from an eternal perspective. From the perspective of eternity. From the perspective of what really matters. 
Let's look at Philippians chapter 4 verse 11. This is very interesting about Paul. Philippians chapter 4 verse 11. Are you learning something this morning? Talk to me. Are you learning something this morning? Alright. Thank you Jesus. Philippians chapter 4 verse 11. This was when they brought some gifts to Paul. He says, not, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever what circumstance to be what? Content. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Paul had to learn it. So you learn contentment. By nature, the fallen Adam is not content. It has to be learned. Look at what he says. Verse 12, Hebrews 4.12. Philippians 4.12, I'm sorry. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned but to be full and to be hungry. But to abound and to suffer need. Verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This scripture we always quote, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, is a scripture about contentment. It means through Christ I can be content. That's what it means. It's not like through Christ I can do everything. I can just carry this building. Through Christ that strengthens me. You will die. What it simply means is, listen, because I have Christ in me, I can live in all kinds of circumstances. You have learned. It's like, oh, sometimes we all go on missions, right? I mean, we go on missions to preach and maybe we're preaching for a church and the church has a bit of resources and they put us in a very nice hotel, right? (laughs) And uh, I just remembering where myself and my brother Wally stayed, we went to care the last time. There was no hotel in the whole of the village, so they kept us in a Catholic monastery. Weather was cold. There was no hot baths. I mean, it's like, well, when you are entering the bedroom, you on the shower, then you stay like this. And stay like this. And stay like this. I enter and come out. <laughs> I mean, the weather was cold. You cannot say, ah, oh, God, what kind of people is this? No, you have to learn. It's by Christ. You still come out and preach you know, a word message. You know, in this kind of second, when you come out, you want to preach prosperity. Believe God to live this, you know, you know, like, but maybe on your way, you just stayed in a Nikon Hilton. Hot bath, your name was written on the towel, everything. And now you come to preach to these people. But Christ in you provides that stability. You are not more happier in the Nairobi Hilton than you are in this kind of place. That's what Paul is saying. Paul was writing this from the prison. He was in a Roman jail writing that in every state that I am, I've learned to be content. This was an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ whom the Lord appeared to and called into the ministry of preaching the gospel of Christ. In a Roman jail, writes to his partners and says, I've received what you brought. But it's not because I was in need. I've learned to be content. Most of us know how to abound. We don't know how to abase. That's what he's saying. Through Christ. That sometimes you, you have a husband who was working and earning a lot of money and things are not going well with business. Crisis comes into the marriage. Not because the man has changed, but you don't know how to abase. You're not content. Never give yourself a lifestyle 
that will always require money to maintain. Don't, don't give yourself that way. That if there is no money, you can't eat. How? I don't like eating. There must be prawns. There must be shrimps. There must, okay. You will soon stay in the river. Learn how to abase. You can do all things through Christ. Paul had to learn it. That's what I'm teaching you this morning. You have to teach yourself to abase. You have to. You know in this kind of society, if you have a car and people see you walking, you know they will not ask after you if you are okay. It's the car they will ask after you. say, what happened to your car? Do you understand? They will ask if you are okay. He said, they don't care about what happened to your car. Or maybe you get a bigger job and you're driving a very small car. You know what they'll say that say, oh God, nah, no, nah, no, God, no. Leave this one for small boys like us. Go and get something better. Because for us, once the increase comes, show it. And I plead with you young people in this church, learn this from an early age. Learn the art of contentment. You know, when someone is not content, even when you help them, it's not enough. Are you following what I'm saying? Someone comes to you, uh, uh, man of God, man of God, this is it. <laughs> sir. Thank you, sir. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Do you know why the person is not content? One of the signs of contentment is gratitude. Gratitude. No matter how small a thing is, you're excited about it. You're happy. Excited about it. There are people you meet on their jobs, you know this one is excited about it.